In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed feast day, everyone, of this most important feast of the Immaculate Conception of Mary. I'm guessing that majority of us here, who are here for this feast, otherwise I don't think you would be here, know what this feast is about, and that this feast is not actually about Jesus' conception. That's Christmas. That's different. Uh, this, this is about Mary's conception. This is about when Mary, in her mother's womb, was conceived. Now, it may seem, in some ways, like this is kind of an exaggeration for Mary. And majority of people today uh, don't understand it. And majority of Christians today don't actually believe in it. Most Christians today don't believe that even Catholics don't believe that Mary needed to be immaculately conceived. Now, it's all in Scripture. It's all here, especially uh, when the angel comes to Mary and he says, Hail, full of grace. Now, this word, we don't understand. Full of grace, actually, in the tense that is spoken to Mary, it was, and it's written in Greek, the word is kekare tomene, which means already filled with grace. Meaning, this was, this, when the angel comes to her, her being filled with grace was done way before her, way before this moment. So if we don't understand scripture, it's going to be very difficult for us to understand how to interpret and what to believe and what not to believe. So it's very clear here, the angel sees something about Mary that maybe even Mary didn't quite understand herself yet. Did Mary know that she was filled with grace? Did she know that she had no sin? I don't think that Mary would have understood or, you know, kind of like shown off. You know, nowadays a girl gets a car or she, you know, she gets a nice purse and she's like, hey guys, look at my purse. You know what I mean? Like, you got this? You know what I mean? Probably wasn't Mary's thing. Mary probably wasn't walking around going, guess what, I was immaculately conceived, so get on my level. You know? Um, this probably wasn't Mary's attitude. What was so beautiful about Mary was that Mary was completely emptied of herself. Mary never sat and considered herself. Mary wasn't self-consumed. Mary wasn't constantly worried about herself. What makes her happy? What doesn't make her happy? What she wants, what she doesn't want. What she likes, what she doesn't like. What she prefers, what she doesn't prefer. Mary was completely at God's disposal. Mary was completely concerned with what concerned God and what God wanted. And so when we see this moment of Mary saying, let it be done to me according to that word, it doesn't mean, however, that Mary would have been like a robot. Like that Mary wouldn't have had some sort of personal struggle with this. Now her struggle wouldn't have, wouldn't have been because she had sin. Her struggle would have simply been because she was a human. And Mary would have had anxieties about the future. Not anxieties in the same way that you and I have. Because our anxieties are always rooted in ourselves. Mary's anxieties would have been, okay, am I pleasing you, God? 
Mary's, Mary's concern would have always been, okay, God, am I pleasing you? Am I doing what you're asking me to do? And so many people today tell me <clears throat> that when they began to pray the rosary, they noticed that the rosary helped their anxiety level go down a lot. And I just encourage you today that if you do struggle with anxiety or, you know, it's, a, it's a, just a constant battle, to pray the rosary. Because what we're doing in the rosary is we're reliving the life of Jesus and Mary mystically. We're literally going back into these mysteries of their life and we are tapping into those experiences. We're reliving it with them so that we can face our reality today differently. Especially when we pray the Hail Mary. When we pray the Hail Mary, we're tapping into the grace of Mary. I mean, Mary was filled with grace, meaning there was absolutely no sin in her. We're tapping into that every time we say the Hail Mary. And I love this part uh, when Mary goes to Elizabeth, and it says that, and Elizabeth makes it very clear, she says, from the moment your greeting reached my ears, Mary's greeting reached her ears, the child in her womb leapt for joy. It was at Mary's greeting that this child in her womb started dancing, meaning that Mary was filled with the Holy Spirit. And so she was constantly, constantly discerning God's Spirit. Constantly desiring to be one with the Holy Spirit. Constantly praying about every word that was going to come out of her mouth. She discerned what she said, what she did, how she lived. Everything was discerned by the Spirit. And so today, as we face our anxieties and our struggles in life, and we have them, and even most especially our sins, um, we need to turn to Mary. Mary is not optional, my brothers and sisters. It's not optional to have a relationship with the mother of God. Like, I'm pretty sure that if you don't want a relationship with God, God is literally going to ask you, she's my mom. She was good enough for me. Why wasn't she good enough for you? Why wouldn't you like my mom? <laughs> Why wouldn't you want my mom? And so as we turn to Mary, Mary gives us the same exact grace of the Holy Spirit that she had. Moms don't hold anything back from their children. If there's anything that a mother can do more for her child, she will do it. Mary will hold nothing back for us. The same spirit that she had, the same perseverance and strength that she had, the endurance that she had, the love that she had for Jesus, Mary will pour on us. I mean, that's why in all these pictures of Mary and statues, like look at how Mary's hands are wide open. Mary's literally saying, come to me, because I'm going to give you everything that God gave me. I'm just going to pour all on you. Just like a good mom just wants to always pour out these good gifts and love on her children, it's the same thing with Mary. So let's turn to Mary today. And, you know, people always tell me, Father, I don't know how to have a relationship with Mary. I don't know what to do. How do, how do I start a relationship with Mary? It's very simple. 
I like the Protestant way. You know, they make a proclamation. They make a choice and they make a proclamation. They say, today I choose to take Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Well, today, at Mass, you make a personal decision to say, Mary, I take you as my personal mother. I take you into my home and I allow you to be my spiritual mother. And beginning with just making that choice today, you'll begin to see that Mary herself will begin to make you aware of her more each and every day. Just because you simply invited her into your home, because you simply invited her into your soul, you're going to begin to see yourself more aware of her. Because once you've allowed her in, she won't leave you alone. She's a good mom. She, she nags, but she nags in a good way. Mary's nagging is good. Okay? She's not like you know typical Chaldean mom. Did you clean your room? Right? It, it's not going to be like that. But it will be a holy nag. A nag to always constantly remind you, are you living with the Holy Spirit today? Okay, you're afraid. Your anxiety. You're all, up, all obsessed with all of these different facets of your life. Turn to the Holy Spirit. What really matters in this moment? What, 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 does, what does all of these anxieties really matter in virtue of heaven, when we look at heaven? Your lust. Okay. What is this moment of pleasure really going to do for me when I look at heaven? In my, maybe, maybe even in my, my greed, what is this money going to do for me? What is this material possession going to do for me when I look at heaven? This, my brothers and sisters, is what Mary will do for us. Because Mary is the spouse of the Holy Spirit. And wherever Mary is, the Holy Spirit flees to. The Holy Spirit literally looks for souls that have Mary in them. I just recently heard this. I just I was floored by this that the Holy Spirit roams the world looking for souls that have Mary in them because that's his spouse and so where where does where does a spouse want to be then with his spouse so today as we take Mary into our soul and into our home we better be ready and prepared for the gifts and the power of the Holy Spirit that will come upon us today just like this power of the Holy Spirit came upon Mary so today, let's turn to Mary and ask her to give us her yes, to give, her, to give us the same love and the same desire to be completely in love and lost in God as she was. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you.